Apparently, millennials as a generation, which is a group of people who were born approximately 1984 and after, are tough to manage, and they're accused of being narcissistic, self-interested, unfocused, but entitled is the big one. Hi guys, this episode might be one of my favorites. I was so excited and honored to interview today's guest. You'll actually hear about building your personal brand and creating a narrative around your professional self from Dr. Natasha Jordan. Let me start off by saying she is absolutely amazing. She is an Air Force veteran. She holds a doctoral degree in IO psychology and is the queen of personal branding. Although this episode is coming from two IO psychologists and it might give some advice to building your personal brand, I think this episode is absolutely applicable to anyone and you'll find value in this episode, even if you're not in the psychology space. Just substitute the psychology talk for your area of work. So let's get into it. You are known as the branded psychologist on Instagram and to be very transparent, I found your page like just scrolling through Instagram because I follow the hashtag IO psychology and I saw one of your posts. And it said something like psychologists suck at branding themselves and quite literally spoke to a lot of the things that I was hearing not so long ago in my graduate program. And I wanted to read one of the quotes that you posted because I think it says a lot about where IO psychologists are in today's day and age. So it goes, no one cares that you're an IO psychologist unless you welcome them by making them the hero your brand's hero as an IO psychologist, it's to successfully guide the hero through their challenges. Your brand should be the company car dealer to the new executive. Make IO psychology about your client and not you. How is your potential client the hero of your brand? And that was just so much to what I've been hearing before I even got into this field. Um, And then of course, actually, you know, being in my career right now, I'm still trying to hold on to my IO psychology branding and all the stuff that I've been learning. So I don't lose touch from our backgrounds. Yes. So I think we're definitely living in the era of social media. We're all self-packaging ourselves. Yes. And I mean, LinkedIn, like you said before, when we were chatting, it's just one form of this at like the very least. Yes. I think number one, it's so important that we understand, like we cannot continue to ignore the digital space, right? Like um, for centuries since psychology has even been, you know, a field in itself, um, we have been like the gatekeepers of everything mental health or, you know, anything that deals with, you know, the psyche, conscience, things like that. But now in 2020, it's been going on for the past 10 or 15 years since the internet, but people can literally Google the same things that we do. So if we're unwilling to learn like this, how important um, this digital space is for growing not only the field of psychology, but just evolving as IO psychologists, it's no secret. It's no secret. Um, PSYOP has done quite a few studies or they've highlighted a few studies on, you know, just how they've been having this identity crisis for a long time. And I think it's less about putting more people into the, you know, into the classroom about it and more about just going out and saying, here's our value. Here's how it can help your organization versus HR, OD, an MBA. And it's not that those career fields are not important, but how else can we help your you know, your strategy, your, um, the business outcomes that you are trying to achieve, um, your employees grow as leaders, succession, all these other things is what we can add value to. So I think it's important that we stop talking more about ourselves. We're IO Sykes. Yeah, we get excited about that, but who else knows that? (laughs) No one else gets excited. So how can we make, um, the quote that you were talking about, how can we make our 
um, potential clients or clients the hero of IO Psych and not just us. Like, hear me, hear me, hear me. No, what is it that they need? And let's provide that for them. Yeah, I love that you brought up just like Google searching some some things. So like if you're a client, you want to be able to find someone very easily. So like as IO psychologists, we really need to put ourselves out there to be found. Yes. To, to have these keywords that a lot of clients are looking for so that they find you. Yes, absolutely. I mean, and I think you and I spoke about that. Um, you know, MB, the MBA idea of whatever that is, whenever it came about, they did an amazing job of saying, okay, if we're going to be like true practitioners, if we're going to actually be working, you know, in the corporate small business organizational space, then we need to form some type of partnership um, so that um, we can, we can train our students to, um, do real life, you know, practical things with what they're learning in the classroom, but also growing our community around us. And then of course, making the the university money and making us money and also growing our brand as an MBA on a, on a larger scale. And they've done an amazing job at that. Um, so it's no hit to, um, you know, IOSite programs. It's just that we're on the tail end now. We're out there, you know, we don't have to go back and, and redraw these things, but now it's time to approach it differently. Learning SEO. What is that? Um, learning how the algorithms of these different platforms. So, I mean, we're on LinkedIn. If, if you think about it, we're on LinkedIn, a workplace social media site. We should be dominating every conversation that comes up and we don't know how to do that. So, I love it. I love everything that you're talking about. So we're going to start off with a segment called setting the record straight. So like I said, I'm going to basically say a few stereotypes or assumptions about personal branding and about IO psychology, and you'll tell us whether you think it's true or false, and then feel free to give your opinion on it. Yes. And you've kind of already talked about some of these, <laughs> so they might be a little straightforward. Um, so the first one is psychologists shouldn't be in the business of branding themselves. False. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely false. Um, you know, kind of like I said earlier, if you talk to maybe senior psychologists or maybe someone coming in into the psychology field, we have this, and there's nothing wrong with it. We have this very high level of confidence that people are just going to run through our doors because they know they need us. I'm a PhD, I'm a psychologist, or I'm a master's level, and you know, I'm, I'm this IO psychologist, because we can be that at the master's level, people don't know that. Um, but the truth is, if I don't know you or what you can provide to me, why on earth would I come to you? Um, and I love the, I love the, I was speaking with someone the other day, and I said, and it hit me, I said, you know, it's honestly not about all these things that you know. It's not about, you know, um, you're the, you know, you were topping your class in your psychology program or you've served, you know, all these, these different clients over the past 30 years because time has changed. You know what it's about? It's about who knows you. It's true. It's, you know, and you know, you hear people say, and I used to say it all the time and I still say it sometimes, you know, depending on the conversation, but I say, you know, um, it's important to get out there and network and, and, and let people, you know, know that you're there. And it's like, again, that's focused on self. It's about who, who is aware of you, who is aware that you exist. So it's we absolutely, that's absolutely false. We need to be branding. It's important. Yeah. And that, I feel like that needs to be a prerequisite course on just like how yeah. to build effective relationships with yes. people in the business world. Because I think a lot of programs will kind of spit us out and we have the hat of IO psychology. But like you said, we don't know how, what, where do we go from there? 
Yes. Like, how do we be a, the most effective IO psychologist in this role? Okay. So the second one is effective personal branding embraces the feeling of authenticity. I would say so. Um, some people think that um, personal branding is kind of like this. Um, it's kind of like a just selfish way. It's not authentic, you know, because you're using tactics and things. To, but it's impression management, right? Um, I did um, my research paper in um in my master's program on impression management and where a lot of people have this slimy idea about what it is, it's actually very important. If I want to, like you and I speaking, right? If I would have come to you and just talked about how great I am, how awesome I am as an IO psychologist and no one can reach the level of, you know, whatever skill that I haven't, we probably won't even be on this call right now. Right. It was important for me to provide you what it was that you were looking for, because because that's part of who I am. I want to help other IO psychologists uh, basically embody this whole idea of an IO psychologist, but also to help other people learn what it is that they do. So if I want you to feel that way about me, then I have to do some type of personal branding, whether it be on my LinkedIn, like you brought up my Instagram, um, other people who may know me, who may have, you know, who may say something to someone else about me. It's an, it has to be, um, uh, something I'm being very intentional about along the way. If this is what I want to be known for, if this is what I want to help people on, then I need a brand. I need a personal brand. Yeah. And I think the language of your brand could slightly change, right? Like I think we being authentic means that we're using our voices with like intention, mm -hmm. but it might just sound different. And I, and I, it's funny because on your Instagram page in your bio, it's, it says, I take sciencey content and make it bite-sized for Karen. Yes. Okay. I love it. <laughs> I was like, this girl is <laughs> It's so true because I mean, the way we articulate things or the way we, you know, tee things up or phrase it, it needs to be able to speak another person's language. Sometimes. Yes, someone who doesn't even want to hear you. Right. But you have to be able to need you. It to like HR professionals who have their own lingo, yes. like marketing exactly. professionals who have their own lingo. Like yes. we have to always consider, and you've helped me kind of just restructure the way I think of audiences, like restructure how you're speaking to that audience, because yes. I think we always fall into the trap of you've got to know everything that I'm talking about. So I'm just going to, you know, talk to you like another practitioner. Yes. We need to save that for PSYOP. The conference, yeah, uh, SCP conferences, any APA conference, we save that for that. But yeah. when we are talking to a client that we want to win and show them the value of our field, we got to make it bite size for Karen. <laughs> I love it. I wish that was my podcast name. <laughs> Look, take it, do it, do it. Start another podcast. Bite -bite <laughs> you might need to start that podcast. <laughs> okay. And the third one is IO psychology is one of the fastest growing professions. We're spilling tea. So you, you and I spoke about this. So I'm not going to agree or disagree with that. I don't know where that came from. When I came into the IO field 10 years ago, um, under in my um, undergrad program, I took an IO psychology class and I had no clue what it was, but you know, I know I just needed an elective. So I went ahead and took it. And by the time I ended that class, I fell in love with IO psychology. I knew that this is what I wanted to do. So I go into my master's program and by that time I'm like, okay, I need to get experience. I need to get into this field. I want to be a practitioner. 
Um, I began to look on like the Department of Labor and all these different sites that said, you know, IO is going to be the fastest growing career field in 10 years. Okay, I'm 10 years on the other side of that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to judge how whether it's the effects of that. Like exactly. How yes. I have no clue how they're saying this. This is what I do know, though, for a fact, is that if we are the fastest growing field, no one knows it. Yeah, that's true. No one has any clue if we are the fastest growing field because we don't, they don't even know what, we don't even know how to say who we are, let alone someone else who, who may need us doesn't even know what it is that we do. And it, so, it, we might be disguised in other roles too. Like yes. you were saying, like we find ourselves, uh, you know, attached to the HR label or the learning and development label yes, or exactly. the consulting label. Like we're sometimes in disguise with these other labels on top of us where you, I mean, like you said, we, we quite literally could be the fastest growing yes. profession, but we just mm -hmm. don't have a good way to measure that because, I mean, people really aren't searching for IO psychologists. They're being found in people teams. And what's the irony of that? The very thing that we do that sets us apart from HR and OD and MBA is that we Yeah, we go against a lot. <laughs> And we can't even measure that one thing. So um, you are absolutely right. We are in these roles. It's like, you know, we're like these, um, these uh, superhero, these disguised superheroes, you know, um, and we are making great changes, bringing our IO flavor to the workplace. But instead of being under those roles, let, let me back up because I don't want to confuse anyone. It's yeah. important to be in those roles and it's important if that's the way that we have to get in, let's be the Trojan horse and that's how we're going to get in. Yeah. But there's this piece that eventually we have to start setting a name for ourselves, for our own. Where organizations, when we go to the job listings, it says industrial organizational psychology. Now that does not mean that we'll be more valuable or you know, that's what we need to do. That's where it needs to be our focus. But it's just the idea of that. We have got to get ourselves out there and show people who we are. Um, if we are the fastest growing field, let's prove that. Let's yeah. prove that we are the fastest growing field. Um, and I think that can be through many things like providing resources that HR, MBAs, OD, um, training and development, like many of these other separate career fields um, can't provide. Not that they can't provide, but you know, we're, we just have to show our unique value. And I think by all of us banding together, like you building your personal brand, me building my personal brand, others building their personal brand through these different avenues, like a podcast, like social media, like doing workshops and things like that. Um, I definitely think um, that statement can be supported. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I, lo I love that you brought up like bringing your own flavor, even if you are in that role, because personally right now I work on the people's team. Um, for a brand that's like 80 years old. So what are we great about at doing as psychologists is creating change. So I'm having to take a lot of these people practices and policies that passed down by tradition for 80 years and I'm using my IO psych background to completely just like transform and break apart a lot of the old stale ways of doing HR and, you know, breathe life into it. So, and I, I make my it. colleagues know that I'm an IO psychologist. Like I, oh, I love I it. it up. So I and, definitely and, like, recommend people to do that. And here's a practical way for those who are listening. Here's a practical way on how you, you could build a personal brand just off of that alone. You take those things that you are changing in the workplace, the things that you are providing um, uniquely in the workplace, and you start to document what are the outcomes of what it is that I'm doing. And you start building resources on, so let's say there's a people's team LinkedIn group. 
right? And it's full of MBAs, you know, HR and all these other people. You get in there and you ask a question like, hey, um, do, does anyone here feel that your, you know, resources are outdated or something like that? And they're like, you know, I don't know, maybe, you know what, here's something that I've done um, with my organization. And here are like three things that may help you. If it helps anybody, hey, let me know. Right off the bat, you keep, you continuously talk about that type of thing and what you're doing, the results that you're getting within that people's team group. Now people are going to be reaching out to you like, hey, would you, can we fly you up to like Chicago and have you work on this project? you're building your brand through that way and you're helping people, you're adding value to people. Try to take what you, the outcomes of what you've done and like create like a CV list, uh, just yeah. a running list of like stuff that you've changed and how, what's the impact been. You can use that to continuously build your brand, to talk about the stuff that you've done. Because I think a lot of us get into a trance of just like going on to the next project, going on to the next project, forgetting about old stuff that you've done and not even like reflect on the impact of it. That's spot on. Okay. And the last one, which we've kind of already talked about is the discipline of IO psychology has an identity crisis. And I think we could say yes to that. Yes. I think, I think we can say yes. And I truly believe, and that's what my, um, that's what my mission I feel is right now. Um, having, I'm a military spouse, but I'm also an Air Force veteran. Um, we were stationed in Hawaii for about six years when I was finishing up my master's. And every single organization I went to, you know, they wanted you to have, you know, six to 10 years of experience and things like that. Um, which it was no problem because I know how to network. I know that networking is important and it doesn't matter what that, um, what the job description says, if you, if that person knows you and they trust you, they will give you a shot. And that comes through networking. Um, and the reason I'm bringing that up is because when I, they would say, when they wanted to give me an opportunity, not having the experience, not having the background that they were looking for, they say, okay, well, just tell me what you do and how you can come in and help. And I remember being told, having um, volunteered with SIOP, having gone to the conferences at that time, um, you know, we're the sci it's the scientific study of the workplace. And we would stare at each other and I'm like, okay, you know, <laughs> like you should birds chirping in the background. Exactly. It's like you should get that, right? Like we're the I do the I'm not psychologist, <laughs> you know, that's what we do. And it's like there has to be something different. And so I under in Hawaii, if if anyone is um that's listening has ever been, you know, they have this thing about talking story. And if you want to meet someone, it's not over a Zoom call. I don't know how they're doing it now, but um, it's not over a, um, a phone call. They don't want to do any of that. You get a meeting with them, take them to breakfast, take them to get coffee, take them, let's sit, sip tea because everybody loves tea over there. And they want to talk story. They want to hear your background. Like, where did you come from? How did you get to where you are? And then when I, the more I did that, and the more that opened doors, I understood it's about what is this person looking for and how can I add value to them? I begin to change how I talked about IO psychology. Well, what are some struggles that you're facing? Well, what are your challenges right now within the organization? Um, one nonprofit was, um, she was trying to help homeless veterans get off the street. As a veteran, I completely understand that. And being in Hawaii where, you know, it's either a low class or like a very high middle class. There's hardly an in-between. Homeless rate is horrible. Uh, service members were getting out of the military going into being homeless because they couldn't afford to have a car and have a place to live. Mm -hmm. So her goal was to get them off of the street and into some jobs. But this is what she needed help with. She didn't know how to build 
a program to train them to do that. She was doing it all by herself, just bringing in people. Um, she was just doing it all. And I said, you need a team and you need um, a training and development team to train the team and also to train the people on how to get these jobs. You need resumes, you need interview training, you need networking skills, you need all of these things. And um, when I learned, it was learning her heart behind it in order to build a program that not only spoke to her mission, but also to the people that she was serving. So even then it was, how can we add value to the people that you're serving? So identity crisis can be alleviated by if we, and this is, I, I did this on LinkedIn um, a while ago. There was an APA president in 1903, I believe, or 1908, in the early 1900s. And he was the one who, he was not the father of IO psychology, but he basically brought IO psychology to the world, like broadcasting it, branding. And in his, his editor, when he, the editor was writing up his speech, the editor put industrial psych psychology and not individual psychology. Now, some people would think that's not a big deal. Well, it is, and I'll tell you why. The industrial idea of the workplace is how can we mold yeah. the person into the workplace? Mm -hmm. They have to fit. And the thing First, is, we did live in an industrial era. Exactly. I mean, we worked in exactly. the industrial era. We are no longer working on machines, inline assemblies. Like We cannot be using these systems that we currently do not work in. So his his whole idea to what you just said yeah. he saw a problem with that that's why there was something needed there was a type of psychology that was needed and he meant to say individual the individual idea is how can we basically transform this organization around this individual so that they can produce all these outcomes that it is that you know for them and for the organization um, and how do I know that to be true, having not even heard the, the entire speech, but only read it, is that look at the ASVAB for the military. It was, okay, we're going to create all these questions, and we're going to put the right person in this job. And how do we mold this job around this individual so that they can perform at the level we need them to, to support the mission? That was the ASVAB, and it's something that still is timeless. It's still being used to this very day. Yeah. So. Um, this identity crisis that we're having that you're bringing up, I, my goal, and I would encourage many IO psychologists, stop thinking about the industrial side. Think about the individual. Think about the individual. A hundred percent. Talk story. Talk story. I love it. I'm so excited. Okay. So let's start off with a little bit of your background. Where are you from? Um, what sparked your interest in pursuing the field? You kind of mentioned that you took your intro to IO psychology class and my story is kind of the same too, where at the end of the course, you're like, okay, this is, this is something that I've never felt so connected to that I can actually like, is so practical. <laughs> yes, I, it's a true calling, seriously. Um, so I'm from Alabama, Troy, Alabama. You may hear a twang in my voice, or maybe not. I've been all over the world since then. Um, I uh, joined the military um, after one year of going to college. I had a full ride, but you know, um, I was not disciplined. So I went into the military, um, met my husband. Um, we have two beautiful children now. Um, we've lived in uh, Guam. We've lived in um, uh, Hawaii. I've been to Italy. I've been to Japan. We've just been all over the place. Uh, my husband more than me because he's in the Navy. I was in the Air Force. I chose the better branch. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, so while I was uh, going through my undergrad, when I got back into school, um, when I was in the Air Force, um, the Air Force was looking for a lot of IO psychologists and I'm like, first of all, that sounds like a silly industrial organizational psychologist. Like, do they work in industry? 
or do they right. work in I had no clue what that word meant. And so when I started my undergrad program, I'm like, you know what, I want to take this because I want to know what it is that the Air Force was looking for. And so I took that course. And like you said, I fell in love. I'm like, this is exactly what I want to do. And so um, uh, I knew that I wanted to coach people. I wanted to coach leaders. I wanted to help people be better. But um, another thing that I really enjoyed was helping those that I feel a lot of times I feel overlooks. And it's like, what about the people working at McDonald's? What about the people, you know, and I'm not talking about a corporate, I'm talking about like the cashier, the window, the drive-through window, you know, person. Um, I felt that there was a need there. And so I started uh, going for kind of the junior level to entry level employees. I mean, helping them out um, throughout my six years in Hawaii and applying, basically applying what I was learning in class um, to nonprofits and other organizations that allowed me to work pro bono. So that's much of how I have built my uh, my resume and my skill set. Um, now I'm heavily involved with the um, Society of Consulting Psychology, um, where I serve as uh, the membership chair, um, incoming APA chair, and uh, you know other things that you know we have going on. I help out with the conference and things like that. And um, so now you know as my um, uh, Instagram says, um, I'm, my goal is to help uh, IO psychologists uh, brand market their services, um, provide value um, um, to potential clients and in organizations. Um, and that's where my passion is right now. I, I believe that branding and marketing definitely has a place. Um, even within the workplace, employees need to be branding themselves. They speak for the organization even when they're not on the clock. And so um, my goal and my mission is to um, bring more awareness to the IO psychology field, um, but also just bring uh, awareness to the reality of branding yourself. So, yeah. So awesome. Yeah. And now do you do one-on-one -on -one coaching? Do you have like a course that you've designed? Where are you at in your journey? Yes. Yeah, so I have um, quite a couple of um uh, collaborative projects that I'm working on right now to bring different courses to um, different psychologists, counseling psychologists, clinical psychologists um, right now. Um, I'm working on one specifically for IO psychologists because once again, um, I, don't, I, I think the whole field of psychology is important, but my my uh, group, my tribe is IO Psychology. So I'm actually working on that. And so hopefully that'll be coming out the fall of this year. Um, so right now I just do one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, I get calls all the time from students. I do all of that pro bono. I wanna help students out, um, but I do one-on-one -on -one coaching on um, helping um, uh, independent psychologists grow their practices. Um, whether I have a client in Australia, I have one in Hawaii. I mean, there is just such a need for it. I, I mean, you, I, you can't find this stuff. Yes. Stuff like this doesn't exist for us. No, no, no. So you need to be that person. Yeah. And you know, what's, what's crazy is you can find, you can literally Google personal branding, a marketing specialist or something like that. And that's great, yeah. but you really need someone. And I'm not, this is not a selling point. I'm being, you don't, no one has to even use me, but it's important that you work with someone who understands your field, who understands who are you trying to target? There's who is it that you're trying to target out there? Exactly. Exactly. So, um, you know, I hope that more IO psychologists come into this type of niche, you know, with branding and marketing. And um, I, I think we, we are such at a prime opportunity right now, especially with a lot of people going back into the workplace um, where they're going to need help with transitioning. I think we can champion that. 
Mm -hmm. Um, but we have to be able to say, here's how it can provide value. I also foresee a lot of organizations doing contracting work. I think they're starting to see that this idea of the workplace was sitting in a building for eight hours a day. I think that's going away and look at Twitter. Twitter's leading it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Twitter's, Twitter's leading this charge. So w- there's a prime, prime opportunity for us here. And I really hope that we don't let it, you know, skate by us. And I think you're doing a great job with getting ahead of that right now with this podcast. And so my goal, my hope, my uh, vision is that more of us would get into this and understand the value of branding. It really and is such a prime time to do this. The world is flipped upside down right now. There's so much room for growth and opportunity. Yes. And for us as IO psychologists to step in and show up. Yes, exactly. Yes. So I'm going to break, I want to break this down simply for people who maybe aren't very familiar with personal branding. So what would you say in your opinion, what is personal branding? Oh man, that's a loaded question. (laughs) I would say it's, it's this, it's not really a definition because anyone can look up the definition. It's how you want the world to view who you are. And you talked about that authentic piece earlier, not impersonating, but branding. There's a difference How is it that you want people to view you? What is it that you want them to know about you? What is it that you want them to believe about you? And start living that out. If you are an IO psychologist that's working, I talk with an IO psychologist working in IT. I talk with an IO psychologist that works um, with Facebook doing the whole ad campaigning, um, but he's working in data analytics or something like that. Um, it's, and you brought up earlier, you know, about how IOs are in HR and TND and all these other things. Get off the title. Stop worrying about the title. Matter of fact, I, I challenge you the next time you speak with someone, don't be tempted to ask them, what do you do? Ask them, who are you? I want to learn more about you because in the end, that's what matters. Okay. That's what, that's what building a personal brand is. Who are you? I'm not buying your product or buying into your field or buying, you know, your course or anything like that because of what it is that you do. Anyone can do what you do. I literally can Google. And if I'm savvy enough, I can do what you do, but who are you? because I want to work with you. So um, I think, again, personal branding is about um, what it is that you want people to believe about you, um, who you are, and just living that out through every part of your life. That's so well put. Yeah, I remember one of my professors, he has been an external consultant years, and one of the projects that he made us do, I think it was for one of our last classes that we had to take, the project around what is your personal brand? What are the ingredients that make up you? What are you good for? Because he made this analogy. Our resumes are like our specs sheet. Like when you buy a product, it comes with a spec sheet. When you buy a new computer, what it comes with a spec sheet. What is it good for? How does it, what's the processing device? All of these different things. So um, we all had to talk about like different components of yourself to reflect on, you know, what makes up you? What, are you, what, are, what can people rely on you for? It's not about your products. It's not about, it's the soft stuff, I guess you can say. Like it's the consistency, it's authenticity. It's, it's these other things that I think far too many people forget about. Mm-hmm. It's, and I go back again to my time in Hawaii. Talk story. What is your story? Tell your story. Storytelling is so powerful. And I would encourage everyone who is listening right now to learn how to tell your story. 
Yeah, tell your professional story. Yes, I I recently did a um a uh, post um and I talked about your starting with why from uh, Simon Sinek. I might be saying his name wrong, but it's important that we start with why. Why do I exist as this? And here's something that I wrote on one of my first articles um, on LinkedIn that got over thirteen thousand views, over like thirty thousand impressions. It was a very hot one, and all I did was tell you know what is IO psychology. And I put it very simply. So here's the so what to IO psychology that people can start with. Employees are a company's greatest asset that directly impact the bottom line. Employees possess the greatest asset, the psyche, to help them do their job successfully. IOs are the greatest asset to the psyche in the workplace. Start there. We are doing something so much deeper. Like you said, the soft stuff, we're doing something so much deeper than providing tools, than hitting, you know, numbers, than, you know, building programs. We're doing something so we're literally, as I like to say, hacking the mindset of employees to help them uh, grow and develop as, um, you know, the best they can be in their workplace. And it starts with the psyche. So even start there, take that, use it. That's so great. What are some suggestions that you have for IO psychologists on building their brand? I think we have got to stop thinking of ourselves as um, gatekeepers of all information, psychology in the workplace. We have got to stop thinking of ourselves that way and think about what have I done in my career to add value or produce the type of outcomes that organizations are looking for. Start building resources and start putting it out there. Some people will say, well, if I put all this free stuff out there, then I might not get clients or that might be, you know, bad or whatnot. I have CEOs reaching out to me, asking me would I like an opportunity with their organization because of the things that I'm doing on social media. And I'm just putting out value out there to my IO site colleagues saying, here's how you share IO psych. And a lot, of, a lot of these CEOs didn't even know, number one, they didn't even know it existed and they didn't, didn't even know how it can add value to their organization. I, the fact that that comes up, other people are looking because I'm putting out that free value, it just speaks volumes. And I do it over and over and over again with other clients that I have. Put out the things that you know, put it out there. Let everybody hear it. Let everybody know it. Those who want your services are going to come to you. That's just how that that's going to roll. And I would even say, even with networking, a lot of times when people network, they call someone up and they say, Hey, I saw that you posted this job. I'd like, you know, to um, talk to you more about this opportunity. Don't do that. <laughs> Please when don't. You connect, when you connect with someone, say, Hey, I saw, do some research. I saw that you wrote this article in the Harvard Business Review. I really love to learn more about, you know, this or that in this article that you wrote. People love to talk about themselves. Yeah. And then the more you talk about them and what it is that they need, the challenges that they're facing, guess what's going to come up? So tell me about you. What, what, what journey are you on right now? There's your opportunity to tell them how you can add value to them and why you should be the person that they choose for this project or connect you with this person or you know whatever your end goal is. Um, but again, that's part of personal branding. So put as much value out there as you possibly can. Um, expect nothing in return, but watch the fruit come in. Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of IO psychologists think that this stuff is just so simple. They think it's just mindless and that it's like obvious. That's like, hello, job satisfaction. Like, of course, people need to be compensated correctly. Of course, this and that. Psychologists probably think that if they put out this free content that someone's going to, you know, 
figure out everything behind the field. But th the thing is, we're wired differently because we've, we've gone through, you know, the practitioner process and gone through the education of how to rewire our brain to think differently. These yes. people might be able to understand and grasp concepts that, you know, that are at top of mind for us, but they're not going to be able to ask the right questions. They're not going to be able yeah. to. Girl, you are spot on with that. You are yeah. spot on with that. That's, we just got, we have to change our thinking from the industrial way to the individual way. And I think when we start doing that, everything that you just said, um, people will come to, IO Sykes will come to under, truly understand that. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so. Where can people find you if they're interested in exploring their own brand with you? Yes. So um, Instagram, I put out a lot of free content. Um, I'm the branded psychologist. Um, on LinkedIn, you can find me um, with uh, more, even more resources there, Natasha Jordan, uh, comma, PhD. Um, and then my website is plank, P-L-A-N-K, spec, uh, dot C-O. Um, and uh, from there, you know, you, if you want to just talk, just uh, reach out to me through the contact. Let's just start the conversation on what it is that you're looking for and how I can add value to you. Yeah, that's, that's how you can reach me. And I will link all of those separate um, accounts for you guys to quickly access and check her out. But thank you so much, Natasha. This was thank so you. great. This was yes, this was very fun for me. And um, I'm really excited on where you're going with this podcast. I'm super excited about this.